everyone welcome to magic mommy's podcast i am your co-host today my name is daddy diosa and i'm your other co-host diana welcome to magic mommy's podcast a space where we talk about our healing journeys as two queer spiritual women of color and a space curated for our growth our messiness cheese puteando magic mommies is a podcast dedicated to reframing the ways we talk think and embody healing work yeah and with that we're gonna move into one of our segments healing through play so today daddy diosa and i will be taking quizzes uh and the <laughs> quiz question today is what what was it <laughs> i, <laughs> I think forgot. it's what teen movie archetype are you archetype right. are you yeah. yes so we're gonna both be answering questions and then we'll see what we get at the very end are yeah. you ready a little backstory we yes. actually take quizzes all the time like all buzzfeed the time. quizzes and we just send them in a group chat um and yeah. we're always just like posting our results so this is nothing new so if y'all have any quizzes that you see on buzzfeed send them to our instagram because we will most likely want to take it so i do want to know which kind of like christmas pie i am yeah i want to mm-hmm. know what type of christmas cookie i will be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah. <laughs> all right so we're gonna get started question number one so we're both gonna answer these okay. um so what videos do you watch at 1 a.m one of the so the answers are the following cute animal clips music mm. videos i don't know whatever i usually watch during the day sports recaps <laughs> makeup tutorials slow-mo videos earwax extractions pimple popping videos oh my god nothing i'm usually asleep at 1 a.m ideally in an ideal world i would be asleep at 1 a.m but i'm gonna answer this like i am awake at one uh music videos probably i honestly i this is a hard one because i'm stuck between makeup tutorials cute animal clips <laughs> pimple popping videos and oh, nothing so i'm gross. usually asleep at 1 a.m okay um i think i guess if you go into like my instagram explore page you'll see a lot That's of all makeup. of this <laughs> <laughs> it's all of this but you'll see a lot of like makeup tutorials so okay i just go into deep Ma- holes for those so makeup tutorials yes and okay. then yours is music videos music videos yep okay question two what books did you read when you were little um the answers are as following follows something really cool you've probably never heard of um i didn't really read lol she's quirky <laughs> she's not like the other girls <laughs> i didn't really read lol movies <laughs> just movies <laughs> uh warrior cats dork diaries diary of a wimpy kid and harry potter y'all better not make fun of me for this but my answer is movies <laughs> I never read Harry Potter. I never read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I never read Dork Diaries, Warrior Cats. Uh, I probably did never read something cool that y'all have never heard of. I wasn't much of a reader. I like movies. Yeah. You know, I'm probably going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Now I don't feel like yeah, so I feel like I... Yeah. <laughs> I did read... It was just not as often as I watched movies. Yeah, me too. I did read, but I can't remember a single book that I read. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. <laughs> Question three. What did you do in class? Uh, the answers are following. Uh, pass notes. Secretly text under the desk. Listen to the teacher, obviously. Offer pencils to those in need. Listen to music <laughs> with the earbud sleep trick. 
stare out the window and daydream, joke around with my friends, no thoughts, head empty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> not the earbud sleeve trick. <laughs> I'm stuck between the no thoughts, head empty, and the staring out the window and daydreaming. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I straight up was to stare out the window and daydream. That was me. I think that was me too. Because we're just the same person. <laughs> Damn, we kind of are though if you think about it sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I was also joking around with friends, but I feel like during class, I was kind of like a goody two-shoes, so. I never showed up to class. Right. <laughs> Question four. Yeah, but I wish I could say I was kidding. Oh, I know you're not. <laughs> That's fine. And you shouldn't wish it. You graduated. I did. Yeah. Top of my class, top 5%. Oh, wow. I, was I don't know how that happened either. I think I was only top 10, but I was there. Again, I don't know how it happened, but here we are. <laughs> Which weird gene trends speak to you? So this kind of sucks because it's actually image-based. Uh, one of them is in a ceramic or like in, what do plastic you call it? Jeans? Plastic jeans? Oh, plastic jeans. Damn, they <laughs> fucking say it down there. <laughs> it's okay. Um, someone did not read when they were younger. Right. So I watched, this wasn't, exactly, this <laughs> wasn't in a movie. Um, cr- <laughs> cr- <laughs> crotchless suspender jeans. <laughs> Fake mm-hmm. mud jeans. Um, all of these. Asymmetrical jeans, double jeans, and oops, all holes jeans, which is just... Oh, damn. Like, I'm going to go with the plastic jeans. Really? Okay. Because I wear similar things. Like, what, or what would you go with? Um, I hate them all, but I think... I could see you with the oops, all holes jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Practically wear that already. Mm. Oh, the other one was jean skirt thing with secret bonus jeans underneath absolutely not i'm canceling the double jeans also fake mud jeans hell fucking no um i think i'm gonna have to go with the asymmetrical jeans asymmetrical yeah is it my turn your turn. wait you yeah. said plastic jeans yes i have to remember that i'm answering for okay. you question five i'm making you pick a favorite pop punk band <laughs> because it's my quiz i get to choose the dumb questions cool all right, so um, the answers are, I have no idea who these bands are, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> My Chemical Romance, All Time Low, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, Paramore, and Mayday Parade. Wow, this was literally all I listened to in, like, middle school and high school. I middle school. only know Panic at the Disco. I know the other ones, but I don't know any of their songs. And I only know one Panic at the Disco song. <laughs> so that's your... So I'm going to go with I Have No Idea. Okay. That's fair. Because I can't name one other Panic at the Disco song. And I can't name a single song for any of the other bands. And most of those, I don't even know who they are. This was literally, like, everything I listened to, which is so funny. Um... But honestly, I think I'm going to have to go with Mayday Parade because I really liked them when I was younger. Okay, your turn. Oh, here we go. This is, this is my... Uh, this is your... A little bit more my alley. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite 2000 songs. Um, Toxic by Britney Spears. Fireflies, Owl City. Wow. Put Your Records On, Corrine Bailey Ray. Um, I, got f- I Got a Feeling, The Black Eyed Peas. Viva La Vida, Coldplay. Feel Good Inc. Gorillas, Sugar We're Going Down, Fall Out Boy, and Hey There Delilah, Plain White Tees. It's hard. These are all bangers. <laughs> These are really all good such ones. good. These are really great songs. I'm stuck between I Got a Feeling, The Black Eyed Peas, and Hey There Delilah, and Toxic by Bar- Britney Spears because it's Britney so Spears. So half of them. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Hey There, Delilah, because that's the one that I listen to the most out of all these. Okay. How about you? Uh, I think uh, it's hard. I think I'm actually going to go with Gorillaz. Feel good. I think. Yeah. Really oh, like them. Right. What 2000s fashion trend do you want to come back? This is so good because I want one of these trends to come back. I think, I, can I guess this one for you? Yes. Okay. Hold on. So the answers are <laughs> layers on layers on layers. Track suits, literally everything Harper from, uh, what's that show called? Wiver- Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so literally everything Harper had going on from Wizards of Waverly Place. Shutter shades, dresses with jeans, fedoras, and swoopy bangs. This is pretty easy because I've been saying which one. Track suits. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's the only like decent one. Um, to I'm going to say fedora. <laughs> of course I just don't think of white men course. should be wearing them of it's literally course. a picture of Justin Timberlake wearing a fedora oh but. my god this one is so hard question 8 is so hard favorite teen movie yeah oh shit okay so my favorites Napoleon Dynamite The Princess Diaries Twilight Mean Girls Lemonade Mouth Sky High Heathers oh High goodness. School Musical wow yeah this is literally like okay, all she watches girls. in a week. That was so hard, friend. <laughs> I mean, I feel like realistically, which one have I watched most? Yeah. Like, yeah. What about you? <sighs> Although Princess Diaries um, and High School Musical are, uh, you know, yeah, I feel second like and third. I'm I'm definitely the ones I'm stuck on is Sky High. Mm. I do like Heather's, but that didn't. I didn't really watch that when I was younger. It was more like adult me. But honestly, um, no. High School Musical. Hmm. Yeah, that was... I was obsessed. I I had the album. Um, I was obsessed. Question nine. (laughs) Drugs? No, but put the slightest bit of pressure on me and I'll do anything you ask. Yeah, you want some? (laughs) Sure. Alcohol, weed, maybe cigarettes. Nah, I'm good. You don't even want to know. Yeah. T- totally chugs bong water. Ew. Ew. That's unnecessary. Um, <laughs> wait, is this us now? I think we're or answering... Who we were in high school. I mean, the answers have been the same so far, but... Yeah, it might not have been the same, so I, I think... But this one would be different. <laughs> it was very straight edge in high school. I would say... I guess it'd be more fun now because... Like who we are now, right? Sure. Hmm. In that case, I'm gonna go with you. Don't even want to know. <laughs> what about you? Um. I'm just gonna do the one that's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Oh my god, this sounds like such a high school musical oh. scenario. Oh wait, it is. You're in the cafeteria. You just got your lunch tray and someone bumps into you ruining your favorite shirt. What do you do? Apologize for some reason. Fight, fight, fight. Run away tearfully to the bathroom. Accept your fate and move on. Laugh it off. It was probably a mistake. Clothes are washable anyway. Give them the finger um, with a side of icy glare. Not even register it happened. Ruin their life on the spot um i would have to go with laugh it off it was probably a mistake clothes are washable anyways i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm not really one to freak out yeah same 
I'm just going to assume also, like, someone bumps into you. It was a mistake. I'm going to assume it's a mistake. So I would say accept your fate and move on. Um, all right, last question. <gasps> Favorite wow. video game or games? Damn. All right, Super Mash Bros, Overwatch. I don't know, Mario is cool. Tetris. <laughs> I don't play video games. Minecraft, Animal Crossing, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Zombie, Mega Blaster 360. Uh, I hate to be the boring one, but I'm going to go with I don't play video games because I don't play video games. So boring. You're so unquirky. And what about it? <laughs> um, I guess. No, I'm the opposite. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go. <laughs> All right. What's your answer? You're the opposite of quirky. What's your answer, Dr. Um, quirky? Mm-mm. What's the opposite of quirky? Besides not quirky, like, but what would it be? Mm-hmm. Basic? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't What's know. What's yours? Um, I guess Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. Let's see how accurate this is. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I think this is pretty accurate for is you. It? You got? Do you want to know yours or my first? I don't know. I'm going to tell you yours. Okay, go. You are the prep. <laughs> you are... Hold up, hold up. Diana, you are among the top 1% of the school. This is probably because you chose Mean Girls. You consistently slay the fashion game, hook up with hotties, and intimidate anyone who crosses your path. You might be a little mean, but most of your time, you come around in the end. Mine is the mean part, because I don't think I'm a mean person. I feel like that's pretty, you know, fashion game. Mm. Yeah. Also, like, all the other people they have here as, like, the prep <laughs> to show, like, who you are. They're all mean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're the prep. This is also very on-brand for you. You are, you are <laughs> the love interest. Hey there, hot stuff. You're probably the dreamiest one on the block. You have a slightly um, mysterious side, just enough to keep the babes hanging. Here's hoping babes. you aren't secretly a villain. <laughs> wow, that is so funny. All right. I was definitely not that in high school. <laughs> not I. Not uh, I. I feel like mine's kind of... Anyway, so... On brand for both. <laughs> No. <laughs> She's nice, y'all. Diana's I am nice. nice. I'm very nice. But this is just really funny. Considering like all the movies you like to watch. Such now I understand movies. why you like feel so like drawn to them because you are no, like the, the prep archetype in all this. Not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um so for this next part, I wanted to share a poem with you all. Um but um yeah, I wrote a little poem. It's fun, it's uh, short um but i think y'all really like it and it's a poem about my nails because i love getting my nails done um and i feel like it's gonna also go uh and kind of lead us into um our topic of, for our conversation today yeah so this poem um i'm still thinking of a better name for it but for now it's called my nails with the little like painting nail <laughs> emoji i think that's just you know it describes it very well all right here it goes Nothing like a fresh set of nails, your girl's favorite. Every detail has got to look good, so my dope style is understood. Looking like I belong in Hollywood, I love them flashy. 
something about the flyness and the hypeness and the damn girl, where do you get your nails done? Stiletto, ballerina, coffins, these nails that I'm rocking, gotta get them redone every so often to stunt when I'm talking. Cause yes, I'm a loud mujer who talks with her hands and always likes to look good. Each finger is a mood and a story to things obligatory to make up the perfect set. My thumb is my biggest canvas, the pack leader, ring leader, my biggest cheerleader. When I flip my thumbs up are so good, they need a close up. And now my pointer finger always stays sharp, ready to make a seat formation or to signal you to come here as flirtation, but don't fall for the temptation for I am not to be owned. And I like to keep my middle finger bold and ready to scream, Fuck you to the cat callers and the shit talkers and anybody who feels my mouth is too loud for their liking or disliking my opinionated mind. And my ring finger is no less icy. Jewels, designs, gems, yes, they're pricey, but nothing wrong with treating oneself because me, myself, and I deserve the best. And last but not least, my pinky finger, small yet no less bigger in importance cool and slick nothing but the truth i'm a hot chick <laughs> from my bruja nails to the details and the decal all the small diamonds baby yes i'm a flight doll yeah oh wow okay wow i appreciate the snaps you know that shit was fire wow thanks thanks i appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> but yeah this is um we did a um a kind of poll where we asked a question on our Instagram um, quite a, a, a few months ago um, and we asked you all you know what kind of uh, topics would you like us to discuss and so um, one of the ones that was suggested to us was self-love during the winter mm-hmm. um, and so you know we gave you a quiz now a poem and now we want to talk a little bit about how we take care of ourselves during the winter um, we know that seasonal depression political depression you know pandemic depression all of those things are very real on top of just in general depression um, so we wanted to have a conversation around how are we taking care of ourselves and how you know what are the things that we do to take care of ourselves um especially during the winter when self-love can be a little tougher yeah clearly one of yours is getting your nails to look fly it doesn't and it's like those things right of like it really does not matter if they're going to be seen or Mm for you're not doing it for someone else but it's like what makes us feel good and Mm -hmm. so just yeah let's just applaud that poem for a second but (laughs) um i think moving into that too i mean it's it's like we're having to balance a lot like everything you just said and on top of that as we're going into as we've been in a pandemic for this Mm -hmm. past year and like that's still ongoing um and dealing with our own mental health and stuff one of the biggest things i think has been really helpful for me has been just unlearning that productivity needs to happen and especially like you know some of us have the privilege privilege of working from home and yet there's like all these expectations of like okay well if we're at home and we have this place um then that means we can like keep producing what we were doing outside of quarantine or um starting new projects or like this is the time to like do all these things we've always wanted to do and it's like yeah Mm -hmm. like if you're in a place to do that then go for it like if you're at capacity then do with it that can be your self-care that can be your self-love to like finally um, be in a space where you can create those possibilities and I think I've been on the other side of things where it's like I haven't had that capacity that drive um, often and I and I haven't been feeling 
passionate about these things. So it's been the unlearning for me um, of feeling like I need to continuously produce something with my time um, when I feel like my number one priority has just been like resting or coming home and de-stressing and I rhymed friend you're not the only poet here (laughs) (laughs) definitely not definitely um but you know distressing and resting and doing all these things in itself is is you producing something for yourself it's you showing up for yourself it's you um just putting yourself first and your own health first because at the end of the day like if we're just like running on e then you know the car breaks down and then we're stuck in this middle of a road and we don't really know what to do and how to move forward and i don't want that shit i feel like i've been there and and it's kind of like reminds me of like being in college when you know like we're just like we have all these assignments we have all these things we have to do and and then we're just like continuously just tired and, and running like on nothing and feeling all these expectations. And it's like, you know, I've, I've done that and I've had to do that, um, not by choice. And it's like, why am I going to continuously also choose to put myself in that space when I don't necessarily need to? Um, I feel like that's been just one huge factor into like the self-love during winter has just been like giving myself that space to feel like it's enough if in one day my only accomplishment was like cooking dinner for myself or if it was just cleaning and not necessarily like sitting to do I don't know to cultivate things for like things I want in my career yeah I feel like for me uh, self-love has like really goes hand in hand with like taking care of myself and making sure that I'm like emotionally spiritually physically mentally good right Mm -hmm. Um, because how I perceive myself and how I love myself really also depends on just how I'm feeling and how I'm taking care of myself and, and you know, the current status of, like, my entire existence and my body. Um, and, and I think something that I've really been working on uh, more recently and in, in kind of, um, like, a coping mechanism that um, I've been working on, not that I'm necess- I've gotten it already, but that I'm working <laughs> on is, t- like, um, another word, I, I guess for lack of better words, um, taking inventory. So whenever I'm not feeling good, um, checking in with myself, right? Uh, so checking in in the sense of like, okay, I am not feeling too good. Um, am I feeling sad? Uh, am I feeling angry, frustrated, irritated? What are the emotions that I'm feeling? And so, um, you know, in, in my grad program, we learned a lot about um, emotions and how a lot of us actually lack uh, an understanding of like what are different emotions right like we know happy sad angry um, and a few other ones but we actually have a hard time fully describing what our emotions are um, and so I've been wanting to buy a like little poster that with like the different emotions um, but I'm broke right now so I can't but um, I mean I've, I've been googling it and so just describing like what is the emotion that I'm feeling and why is it that I'm feeling that, right? Like, have I eaten? Have um, I gone outside and gotten some fresh air? Um, you know, am I feeling depressed? And if yes, when was the last time that I was happy? Or is anything in my body aching? Is, you know, my jaw tense? Um, is my back hurting? My shoulders? Like, is my head hurting? So I kind of take inventory of how I'm feeling. And I feel like that's really helped me a lot um, because... Often, like, I I feel like what I used to engage in a lot would be, like, a lot of, like, self-care. 
and self-care without the intention of actually getting to the root of like what I was feeling or the issue or the problem or why it was that I was feeling down or sad not that you shouldn't feel down or sad at some point like we're human we're supposed to you know experience the full range of emotions um and so I would you know if I had to felt sad I'd be like okay let me go shopping or let me go do something that's gonna make me feel better but that never actually did make me feel better because it didn't address the actual issue right or like the actual emotion or the actual pain that I was feeling um and so now on top of being broke um I it also just helps me in general to identify again taking inventory and checking in with myself and identifying like what is it you know mentally what am i feeling emotionally what is it you know what are the feelings that i'm feeling can i name them physically like is anything in my body hurting am i hungry have i drinking water probably not um and then once i'm able to do that i can say okay i'm gonna like get up from my bed drink some water make myself breakfast uh take zoe out for a walk and then you know i can always check in with myself after that and see how i'm feeling once i've like nourished my body um if i realize that like i haven't eaten and drinking water yet um and so i feel like that's really gone hand in hand with my self-love this winter so far um where I felt a lot a lot better, um, you know, especially during like the election period when I was just very like tense and very stressed. Um, I work with students, so I was also just trying to, um, you know, have the capacity to, to emotionally engage with students and, you know, be there for them. Um, and so I feel like doing a lot of doing that and taking care of myself and really practicing self-love techniques like, you know, um, saying beautiful compliments um, to myself like in the mirror, um, just taking care of myself, uh, wearing a fly outfit, even if it's just to Zoom meetings, like, you know, still feeling good. Um, a lot of that has really like helped me in general kind of um, navigate and process a lot of things that have happened this year so far. Like, again, like the elections, right? Everything that has been happening with like DACA and, um, and just like everything else. So I feel like a lot of those have gone hand in hand, like my self-care with my self-love, with also like the community care that I've tried to provide for community members um, and just like taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I like that you bring that up because I feel like I've never really been someone who had the language and I still struggle with this to find language that's true to what I'm feeling. I think mm -hmm. often it's like I know I'm feeling something and I know where I'm feeling something, but I can't really, like, I, it just doesn't come out of my mouth. Like, if you were to ask me, I'm like, I don't think I could have the words to be like, mm. oh, well, I'm sad because of blah, 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 right? Like, I think even though I, like, feel it and I kind of, like, in my head am saying these things, like, never really had that language. And I think that's still something I'm working on. Um, but um, I think my emotional intelligence has, like, elevated more mm. this past year and so um I, I i like i said i do like that you bring that up because i think that is really important like often we just like know we want to care for ourselves but we don't really know where exactly or like maybe we're not always at capacity to understand it um but i do think it's like important to like revisit that right um mm. because it, it it is like this like skill that then when you learn how to identify something you can understand the way you're going to react again or the ways in which you want to like maybe change the way you react to something yeah. and i think um that shows like a lot of growth mm. i think on the other side of things something that um i've been thinking about more is just and we've kind of talked about this the idea that um we always 
feel like we have to feel good. Mm-hmm. And so something I've been like thinking more about and processing more is is like like why is that? Like why is it that whenever I feel bad, right? Whenever I'm not feeling well and I'm like sad or I'm depressed or I'm anxious, whatever it is, that I immediately want to pull myself out of that experience. Mm-hmm. And so part of me has been like wanting to really just un do the work of unlearning that because I feel like and I, and I have been a little bit and like you said like I'm not necessarily like masterful in this but I do think that like understanding that like I don't have to pull myself away from a bad feeling has been really alleviating because I don't mm-hmm. feel the pressure to feel like all right well then let me like self-care real hardcore on this and like really like take until my I time until I feel great like okay I'm gonna like do all these things and plan all these things and by the end of it like I should feel good but mm-hmm. then it's like okay but like sometimes you won't and maybe it'll take the whole day or maybe it takes like longer and it's like residue from the week or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. I think releasing myself from that stress that like self-care is the answer to feeling better and it's like well maybe it's just for the moment is how I'm caring for myself and and I also just I think in the sense of like just being human just being a human and having this like unique experience of um who says like sadness and like feeling bad has to be like something inherently bad mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or something mm-hmm. inherently that like I need to escape from or like not go through. And I've been trying to like think of it as like this experience of like, and it doesn't always work, but <laughs> sometimes I, I want to think uh, it's helpful to just think about it for myself of like, hey, it's pretty cool. Like my heart's broken and I get to experience this and even though it doesn't feel good in the moment like how beautiful and this isn't to also romanticize like you know depression or like anxiety or like Mm -hmm. whatever it is you go through but also just to try to like decolonize what it means to be bad what's what feelings are bad and good and trying to understand that for ourselves and trying to understand that for myself of like I can experience these things and it's gonna be okay and I can experience this and I can also like I don't know, just not feel the pressure of feeling like I have to be happy. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. always want to be happy because I also feel like I'm like limiting myself in a way of of all the experiences that I'm meant to experience experience, um, and all the feelings that I'm capable to go through. And so I feel like just really trying to like look deeper into that and understand like the roots of it is been Mm -hmm. like a important part of then finding what it is I want to like get out of self-care yeah I mean it's not healthy to never feel sad and never feel angry and frustrated like that's not healthy um you know and I feel like so often we think that that's what healthy emotional like us being emotionally healthy like that's what it looks like is us always feeling happy but it's not um I think also like another thing that I want to bring up on this topic is um I feel like I you know with uh, the like pandemic and us being quarantined you know it's also been a little bit more difficult because um you know on the topic of self-love is often um you know, obviously we don't always seek validation from other people, but it does feel nice when, you know, we have like our friends who hype us Mm -hmm. up and say like, hey, you're fit or like your (laughs) shoes, your outfit or like your hair or your makeup looks really good. Um, And so not to not be to not be able to like be around other people, especially those loved ones that like hype you up all the Mm -hmm. time can also be difficult. I know like that's something that like 
we struggle with because like <laughs> we have amazing friends that always hype us up and we're folks who you know are, are huge on words of affirmation um and so i know like that's also difficult so practicing you know activities and, and coping mm-hmm. mechanisms where we provide you know affirmation for each other mm-hmm. um or for our own selves right whether that's like mantras that like you repeat to yourselves in the morning or like um dressing up for yourself or um, the music you listen to yeah. creating like things for yourself art for yourself playlist for yourself whatever yeah. it is i feel like i've definitely um have turned to social media a bit Mm -hmm. more to like take pictures of like my fits and like post them on social media and it's like where are you going Deanna and I'm like (laughs) I'm gonna go outside to walk my dog in this fly ass fit and what you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and so I feel like it's I've I've had to shift a little bit the ways that I show love to myself and how I practice love and um how I affirm my own self and it's been difficult and has taken some practice but um, I definitely have found it very important because I have there's been moments where I, I have felt very lonely during the pandemic and um, I appreciate that like my loved ones um, you know again provide so much love for me but it's still hard not to feel lonely or like yeah. to not feel you know like love it loved um, and it, it's it's rough and again adding you know um, mental health illnesses or symptoms of ment- mental health illnesses on top of that can get really rough and i know mm-hmm. a lot of us are, are going through that or have been going through that and still are um yeah yeah and on that note like there's absolutely no shame to i feel like sometimes like people or like media wants to like shame like young people for finding Mm -hmm. validation through social media like that's not something you're supposed to do like you should ideally just like validate yourself and like not want to seek it through other people but it's like fuck that like if you know like you're feeling good and you want to show that and then like i don't know like it it, again like just it's based on intention too and Mm so i think that's really dope because honestly i'm on the opposite (laughs) like the opposite end of the spectrum where I my self-love has been like has been looking like not being on social media really or taking like I take days um where I'm just like not on it or I like limit myself or just like I don't even necessarily like intentionally limit myself but I just end up limiting myself to it and so um because I like get anxiety sometimes from like I'll post something and I feel like I get really a lot of anxiety from it Mm -hmm. even if it's like a repost of whatever I don't know um and I am not someone who generally likes to share a lot about myself. So, um, you know, like, and I've totally have, like, been, like, through this quarantine on the opposite. Like, similar to you where I'm, like, I've had days where I'm, like, yeah, let me, I feel good. Like, let me post mm-hmm. something. Um, and then I'll, like, flip it really quick and be, like, okay, now I'm going to, like, ghost my social media for, like, days on mm-hmm. end. Um, so I think at the end of the day, it's, like, set your intention as to like what it is you kind of want to what kind of self-care and self-love you want to implement and how can it look like and Mm -hmm. there's no shame for how it looks like whether it's you like you know being more low-key or whether it's you wanting to interact with more people because like you live alone or like you live with other people and who the fuck cares um and like you need that interaction with other folks like I think at the end of the day like if it's something productive and it's like for you to I don't know, like, for you to, like, feel good, for you to, um, 
do what you need to do at the end of the day for yourself, then yeah. do it. <laughs> I think this is also where your love language can really come into play, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, if you know what your, you know, top love language or love languages are, then, you know, for example, like ours are words of affirmation, right? So doing activities, again, like whether it's me repeating words to myself or even writing out reminders or, um, you know, connecting with online community, um, you know, to, to meet new people and make new friends and get to know more people. Um, a lot of those things tie, you know, hand in hand with, with my um, with my love language. So I feel like that's also something that you can connect with or something that um, another activity that you can use is, you know, kind of thinking about what is your love languages or top love languages and what are some activities that you can do that support those love mm-hmm. languages to allow yourself to get the love and the support uh, that you need, right? Whether it's from your own self, from others, your loved ones, family, friends, best friends, partners, like uh, whoever it may be. Um, I think being able to identify like in what ways do you need to be loved um and then coming up with you know what are some fun activities or like what are some uh, strategies that you all have thought of or like right so you know for some folks it might be um listening to music that makes you feel sexy or like drying yourself <laughs> or uh doing you know makeup doing like your makeup um and then you know dressing up or it might be like um i don't know it might also be like making your own fits right like sometimes like you just want to like learn a new trick or a new um skill like uh that could be something or even uh you know other things like doing like mood boards right and it could you know the topic could be like self-love and what does that look like for you through a mood board right Mm -hmm. so there's there's definitely a lot of um activities but i would definitely recommend doing that do um kind of like tying in your self-love activities to your love languages um to to really target like you know the ways that you want to be loved yeah or if it's things you're already like doing um and it's not like maybe you're just like don't really know how to implement new things like then just begin to have those conversations as you're doing if you're watching netflix okay or like if that's something you're already gonna do then like maybe trying to watch something different or however it is right like how do you also implement these things that you already do and and i think those are all like great suggestions Mm -hmm. I think it could also definitely start with reflection, mm-hmm. right? Like reflecting, like, what is it that you are doing? What's working? What's not? Um, you know, are you in need of more self-love? Or mm-hmm. have you already, you know, are you doing really great? Then that's awesome. Um, you know, maybe how can you help others kind of figure out how to engage in self-love? But um, maybe starting with some reflection on what it is that you're doing, what's working, what's not, what, uh, w- you know, what are your needs, what you would like to see within the next month in terms of, like, how you're feeling. Yep. Um, Um, And just, you know, constantly checking in with yourself as you do some of these activities. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think um, one of my things that... It's a funny... One of the things I used to do a lot was journal. And actually, all of quarantine, I haven't been journaling. But it's It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be (laughs) like that. But it's also like maybe... I sometimes ask myself, like, maybe what I also need might look different. And so it's Mm. been actually... Sometimes I get in the habit of like writing more than I start speaking and I'm realizing, wait, one of my love languages is like words of affirmation. So like having this, it's like a double-edged sword. Like I would also like feel anxiety, just like keeping it to myself. So like one of the practices has been like even having more like in-depth conversations with you or like me even like telling you, right? Um, Oh, like I appreciate like when you do this or like I'm realizing that like 
um, when we have these conversations. Like this is like ver a very helpful, like like it's very helpful to have this, whatever. Um, yeah, like mm -hmm. sometimes we have to modify yeah. how things, like things worked in the past and they might not now, that's okay. And if like new things work out now and it might like shift around, like sometimes you got to play with what works for you and mm -hmm. what doesn't. And, you know, in, in an ideal world, like, I don't know, there's yeah. no ideal world, but, but you know, things, I think just, yeah, having that adaptability of, like, mm -hmm. letting things roll through. Our needs and wants are always shifting, so mm -hmm. uh, the ways that we show love for ourselves can also shift and change as Absolutely. our, you know, as time goes by. Um, but, yeah, I really like that topic. I think it's one that we're constantly practicing, and you can never practice too much, right, because there's no, like, uh, I guess like cooking cookie cutter solution to like what self-love looks like and uh, what it is it's different for everyone it changes it evolves um, sometimes we take steps forward sometimes we take steps back like you mm -hmm. know we're human and and that's totally okay um, but I feel like that's why it's such a uh, complex yet beautiful yet complicated yet messy yet all of the above uh, topic to really dive into because it's one that like really has so many different um, complexities to it right like there's so many different uh, things that we can talk about or like activities that we can mention that might work for one person or, or it might not work for another um, and yeah it's a lot but I think again like finding a place to start reflecting yeah. and uh, even just like everything that we've mentioned doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you know for you or for uh, the next person um, so always re like remembering that I feel like self-love I try to not frame it in the way that is often framed on social media or by others. Like I try to reframe it to whatever feels good for me, mm -hmm. um, including what we're even talking about now, right? Like you frame your own self-love what, in whatever way feels good to you. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes like, you know, disconnecting from the idea of what self looks like based off what we see on social media and painting your own picture and, you know, using your own brush, your own canvas to paint. Uh, your own picture of what self-love looks for you I think it's also very important because you know living in a capitalist uh, society we are often sold the idea of what self-love yeah. looks like so um, just remembering that someone else's answer might not be your own or your answer might not be someone else's and that's totally okay um, your self-love never is not the same recipe for you as it is for someone else absolutely it I think just always comes down to intention so as long as your intentions are right, your intentions are for you and like you're just being mindful of that, move in that direction. So yeah. I think you summed it up perfectly. And, you know, like I hope with this, like I also am looking forward to the ways that I'm just continuously finding ways that work for me. Because let me tell you, I have found more ways that haven't <laughs> than mm. um, things that I like. I've backtracked a lot um, and that's normal when a lot of things pull you out of that direction. It's normal. So, um, yeah, I hope that with your journey that it's just one that you feel good and like Diana said paint your own canvas i hope y'all have some good people around you too for because sure. those around you can also very much impact the way that you show up for yourself and show love for yourself right because if we have folks around us like spin hate at us and or even like sending us bad energies or like jealousy you know like 
being jealous of you and all of that like all of that definitely impacts um you know your your own ability to love yourself so Mm -hmm. i hope y'all also you know are taking inventory during uh this time of quarantine um i personally am big on you know those folks around us that are being reckless and putting others in danger are not folks that i want to have around me because i don't think um you know they're not they're not showing love for community and they're not showing love for me uh, because they're not showing that they care right so uh i've had to you know also take inventory of you know who are those that i want around and who are those that are you know um mm-hmm. being mindful during quarantine so this is also a great time this winter specifically to take inventory of who are those around us that are showing love and care and support and you know who is being disrespectful and mm-hmm. um you know yeah because one thing is like i mean in the topic of self-love like one thing is like you know again back to intention like if this is like your best interest your wellness amongst others yes but if also like you're masking your self-love like mm-hmm. understand the difference of like masking self-love with like being messy or like you know like the selfishness of like i'm gonna do this being hurtful like i'm gonna do this like my self-love looks like you know going i don't know like i don't i can't even like put like an idea of like how it would look like or like let me take this like vacation or whatever elsewhere like that's my self-love like really reflect on what that means right now Mm because also like self-care is also in the moment you're responding to what it is that like maybe triggered you or your body Mm -hmm. so understand that your self-love is also in a timely matter of of what it means right now in the time that we are in and so just don't be (laughs) you know just don't put others yeah don't be putting others in danger and masking it as self-love either yeah i like that we got into the realness also of of masking you know often like the masks behind or in front of self-love right mm-hmm. um and i think that's also hella real of if your self-love is endangering the lives of others or intentionally uh you know hurting others um or their feelings or you know so yeah. and so forth um you know make sure that we're not using masks right mm-hmm. with our self-love but it's actual genuine intentional um yeah and that's not to say that like obviously you know when you do self-love those around you might be hating then that's fine but again like we're not putting other people's lives in danger right mm-hmm. um and our self-love you know is be- because we're taking care of ourselves um but in ways that are right not endangering others not putting others yeah. lives in danger uh, especially during this pandemic i think yeah, yeah. and i mean it's crucial. if like like we all i don't know like if you find yourself in a situation where like you're realizing that like you are in a situation like that then like begin that conversation with yourself of how now moving forward can i Mm. act in a place of like Mm -hmm. self-love and also community love because a lot of the times like it's rooted together and so Mm. i mean if you got love for your community and you got love for yourself then understand like how that should Mm -hmm. look like and yeah i think Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. that. <laughs> I think in the in the topic of being also very real, like if you're taking inventory and you're just like, you know what, shit, like I've been reckless. I've mm-hmm. been, you know, endangering other people's lives. Like it's not too late for you. Like how are you reflecting now and how are you going to change your actions in the future to make sure that you're not still engaging in, you know, those activities? Um, I think, you know, again, it's never too late for anyone. So uh, if you do find yourself in that situation or in that category again, like, what are you doing to, to make sure that you're not engaging that in that in the future? 
Yeah. Um, so thank you all f- for engaging with us. Diana, I think those are like great points you brought up at the end. Um, and so, you know, if y'all feel similarly or want to engage more with this conversation, as always, like feel free to message us or, you know, be interact with us on our social media website, whatever it is. Um, we hope that we hope the best for y'all really on your like self-care and self-care journey during the winter and i'm sure that this is something we'll like continue to revisit because Mm -hmm. it's the winter winter's coming um but yeah that's pretty much it for this episode thank y'all so much for joining us and follow us on instagram and twitter at magic mommies Uh, that's our handle um if you again would like to engage with us uh check in with us uh share any uh, self-love activities you're doing anything like that we're always uh, very happy to engage with you all and to hear how all of y'all are uh, how you're doing how you're handling quarantine or the winter in general oh yeah and if you want to share any tips or whatever always mm-hmm. down for that but yeah um, <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to our podcast yes we hope that you enjoyed this episode of magic mummies and with that if you fuck with us like us um like what we're about and want to support us Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Spotify and leave a review and rating on iTunes podcast. Mm-hmm. I am Daddy Diosa. <laughs> and I'm Magic Mommy Diana. Thank you for tuning in to Magic, Magic Mommy's, Mommy's Podcast. podcast. <laughs>